Hey, what is going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here for, to break down the final NBA regular season slate of the year of 2020. Really excited to talk about this five-game slate. Before we get into the video, though, if you guys are new to the channel, my name is DK. I made daily videos breaking down NBA, NFL, PGA, eSports, daily fantasy sports slates. Guys, before we get into the video, I want to thank you again for the continued support. It's greatly, greatly appreciated. If you guys do enjoy this content, if you could leave a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't upload videos you don't want to go live. Um, that would be very helpful. Let's try to aim for 300 likes on this video. Um, again, aiming high in this one. But um, if you guys cannot watch these videos or do up on Apple Podcasts, the link is in the description below. If you guys are interested in signing up for premium content, I offer that on Patreon.com. Um, you know, we have private roster instruction videos, player pools, core plays, if-then statements, um, plus the, the private live Patreon live stream every single night to go over everything. So um, if you're interested in something like that, let me know. Again, de- more details down below. And finally, if you guys are, I want to thank Price Picks for sponsoring the show. If you guys are not familiar with Price Picks, it's a site you can bet on player projections, player props. Um, they don't have anything up for NBA yet, uh, but that will be coming up soon. Um, if you guys want to sign up, you can use the code DKDFS. It's DKDFS, all one word, link down below. You get a 100% match up to $100. You put $100 in, you get $200 to play with. With that all out of the way, let's jump into the video. So before we talk about players and their prices, we got to look back at my lineup here from Wednesday. And Wednesday, I-, I thought I've had some bad luck recently. I'm going to keep it to a couple minutes of tilting, but I'm going to tilt really hard, just just... Just warning you guys, a, a couple minutes of really, really hard tilting, and then we'll we'll focus on the slate. So let's look at my lineup. Goran Dragic, Jeff T, Gordon Hayward, KD, Yaka Pertle, Luca, Daniel Tice, DeJounte Murray. Let's start with the fact that I get Jeff Teague and Daniel Tice at pretty low ownership in a great spot. These guys are absolutely crushing. Game blows out. Neither of them plays in the fourth quarter. Also, Daniel Tice was in foul trouble, missed out on some minutes as well. So he missed out on a lot of minutes. Jeff T, again, low-owned, missed out on a ton of minutes. So my original lineup, and I, I was telling you guys that this is the Patreon live stream, if you guys are in there, um, that I had both Miami guards, both Drogic and Hero. And I swapped because I figured, hey, Jeff T is like one of the best value plays in the slate. Once we got news, he's starting, and he was smashing. Again, game blows out. Daniel Tice, crushing. Foul trouble plus the blowout. Okay. Uh, Jakob Pertl, somewhat low owned, picks up three fouls in six minutes in the first quarter. Misses out in the entire first half. Okay. Finally, I. The Charlotte Hornets blow out the Dallas Mavericks. I pick Gordon Hayward as a low-owned spot at small forward to be contrarian. He shoots 1 of 11 in the first half. Miles Bridges and LaMelo Ball off the bench shoot about 100%. Don't miss. Reminds me exactly of that Milwaukee-Miami game last night. Luka Doncic, in an absolutely smash spot against the Hornets, they are eight-point favorites in this game. Gets pulled, blowout, not coming back in. 
I get DeJounte Murray, 25% owned. KD, only 30%. That was the biggest shock of the night, but... If this Charlotte-Dallas game just... just just a normal game. Just a normal game from Luka. A normal game from Gordon Hayward. Give me 50 from Luka, 35 from Gordon Hayward. I'll take it. I'm in fantastic shape to win a lot of money. Gordon Hayward cannot make a shot. The bench on Charlotte cannot miss a shot. Luka Doncic in a smash spot. Bust. Blowout. I literally... I could only laugh. I can only laugh, but... All right, that's it, guys. That's the tilting out of the way. Um, I, I just, I can't believe it, but I just got to laugh at how, how bad my luck has been recently. I really, I really do. I, I can't believe it, but tomorrow's a slate, of, or this this upcoming slate's a slate of like, and that's that's it. That's the tilting out of the way. I just, just had to get that out of there. If you guys knew the channel, I'm sorry. I got to get the tilting out of the way. DFS is a stressful game, and when stuff like that happens, like blowouts that are supposed to stay close, it just foul trouble yeah i just i don't want to talk about it anymore let's talk about this five game slate please uh philly and orlando 217 over under 76 are three point favorites kings rockets 228 and a half over under the rockets four and a half point favorites knicks raptors are 217 over under raptors are nine point favorites pelicans thunder 214 and a half over under the pelicans are five and a half point favorites and suns jazz at 218 and a half over under the jazz are three and a half point favorites so we're gonna go position position by position guys um, I know a lot of you like team by team. Some of you like position by position. I'm just going to go back and forth. So we'll do position, position by position for this slate or for, for this video. Next video, we'll do uh, team by team. So we'll start We'll start at center and Joel Embiid at the top at, 10 point, or at 10K flat. Um, I think is always in play for GPPs. I think he's priced about right. Match against Orlando, not necessarily the best, but Embiid is always the guy you can look to in GPPs. I have absolutely no issue with him. Very fair, very fair play at the top. Uh, Julius Randle, price up to almost 9K. Well, he has absolutely smashed the last two games. And New York could be pretty thin again. Um, we got to monitor the guards news because if all those guards are out for the Knicks, then there's some value on New York. But yeah, with Randle, 44 minutes. 44 minutes. Uh, again, it's Tom Thibodeau's coach. So he is going to run him into the ground minutes-wise. Sure, the matchup's not the best against Toronto. I think... At this price, he's probably more of a GPP play, but still 100% viable. We know the upside is there with Randall. Vucevic at 8.7 is is a decent option. Um, price is coming up a bit. You know, the only worry I have is going up. I don't like targeting centers against Embiid because there's just foul trouble risk. You could argue there's foul trouble risk on both sides. So that's my only hesitation with these two centers in Embiid and Vucevic. Um, still a fair play for sure. Uh, but I'm not going to prioritize Vucevic. Now, Zion Williamson's at 7.9K. I like this New Orleans OKC game. This game, you know, two younger teams, two teams that, you know, should play at a faster pace. Um, Zion, when games stay competitive, he's going to play high 30s minutes. So, um, yeah, I think under under 8K, he, him and Ingram are always close for me. I think it's my same breakdown. I think Ingram has slightly more upside when he's really getting it going, whereas Zion, I think, has a little bit of a higher floor. Um, I think you could play both if you want to. But, yeah, both both Pelicans guys, I think, are safe in this spot. Gobert at 7-5, um, you know, did finally come and play some decent minutes, played 37 minutes again. That first game was a blowout. Second game, he might have been in some foul trouble, actually. So I think the plan is normally to go play Gobert about mid-30s minutes. So the matchup against Phoenix is pretty good. 
Um, you know, with Rudy Gobert, he is not really a great offensive player, but this is a game he should be able to stay on the court, should play 35 plus minutes. I think definitely viable play in the mid range. Christian Wood at 7-3. So if everyone is out once again for Houston, he, him and Harden will be lock and loads, but we have the, everyone coming back. So Eric Gordon's back, John Wall is back, Boogie Cousins is back. It's just going to be interesting to see what they do with the starting lineup. You know, do they start Wood and Boogie together? I think maybe there's an outside chance they do that. Um, I mean, Sacramento does have a bigger lineup, right, with Bagley and Holmes. So maybe um, if they do start together, I think I, I feel a little bit more comfortable at starting uh, of playing, you know, either because I'm a little bit more comfortable with the minutes. If Wood starts and Boogie comes off the bench, then it's just, you know, what is the rotation going to be for them? Will they play alongside each other? I'm not sure. So there, there's just a little bit of risk here because we haven't seen this rotation yet with Wood and Boogie healthy. Al Horford at 6-1, you kind of know where you're getting out of him. He'll play 30 minutes. The matchup is solid. Um, he hasn't been great this year. I still think like the upside is there in Horford. We haven't seen it yet. I mean, if you saw in the preseason, uh, you know, against the Bulls, I think he had like 30 fancy points in 15 minutes. Like he does have a um, higher ceiling playing the center position. I think he's a definitely a decent play here at, at that price point. Steven Adams, it's my same breakdown. It's a revenge game narrative. He'll, he'll play about 30 minutes if the game stays close again. This game blew out. He'll get 25 to 35 fancy points. I think he's a perfectly fine cash game play. Mitchell Robinson at 5.6K against Toronto. Mm, think we can do better. He's been doing a decent job of staying out of foul trouble, to be honest. But still, I don't know if I'm going to go there. Bagley at 5.3. Again, just a fine play. He'll play mid-20s minutes. Not really a priority for me, though. Now, with Sean Holmes at 5.2, we saw the minutes go way up for him. 32. So if he's gonna if he's gonna push for like high twenties to low thirties minutes, then he looks a lot better. Again, this is a good matchup. Now I'm not convinced because the previous game is 25, 24, and 23 minutes, but I think Rashawn Holmes definitely in play here at 5.2k. Um, does look better again that that the fact that he played more minutes the last game. Now Chris Boucher at 5.2 only played five minutes the last game again. That was due to the matchup. They said they're gonna play Alex Len uh, more. This this game he should play more, but how much is the question? Right, the minutes have been all over the place for him. 15 then 28, then five. So what are we going to get from Chris Boucher minutes-wise? I think this is a game he will play. How much is in question? If I knew Chris Boucher was going to play 25 minutes, he would be one of my favorite plays of the slate. But obviously, there's no guarantee here. So a little up in the air. Um, but you guys know I'm a huge Boucher fan. He is a guy that has a ton of upside. I mean, look at that game against the Spurs. 22 points, 10 boards, 7 blocks. He's a guy that stuffs the stat sheet. So it's just a contrarian play, GPP play, because we have no idea what the minute's going to be. Now, Boogie Cousins at 5K, I think he's in play either way. If he comes off the bench, I like him. Um, I just think this is too cheap. Now, again, minutes are, are just, we don't know what this Houston rotation is going to be. We don't. Hopefully, we get some sort of clarity on minutes-wise for these guys. But, you know, if Boogie plays over 20 minutes, 5K is just too cheap. Another really, really good point for a guy. Again, good matchup. So I do like Boogie a good amount here uh, for his first regular season game. P.J. Tucker, no thank you. Aaron Baines at 4-6. You know, he'll play somewhere between 20 to 30 minutes. He's an okay punt play, not a must for sure. Muscala Horford back is fine. I mean, he'll back him up probably and play about 20 minutes. Is he needed? Don't know if we have to go there. Let's see. Other options. Whiteside at 3-5. Just the minutes aren't. If he was playing like 15 to 20, I would like him a lot more. Only 13 the last game. You can still throw him in the player pool, like if Holmes gets in foul trouble. 
Again, Houston is a bigger team now with Wood and Boogie. So, yeah, you, you can throw him in there. Again, Whiteside's a great point for any guy, but right now it's just the minutes are not great on him. Narrowlands Nawal is backing up Mitchell Robinson, not playing a ton, but if you need, like, a really cheap guy, I don't think he's the worst play in the world. And, yeah, that's really it for me. So let's move on to power forward. Uh, mentioned Julius Randle. So Siakam's at 8-3. I like the spot here for these Toronto guys. It's a good matchup uh, against the Knicks. They are nine-point favorites, so... This is the game that has the most blowout risk. We're just looking at the Vegas, um, the Vegas spread. But the positive with these Toronto guys is they're always going to play big minutes if the game stays competitive. Like Siakam, Lowry, Van Fleet will all play over 35 minutes if the game is close. Um, again, there is some blowout risk here, so there is a little bit of risk involved with a guy like Pascal Siakam. Now, again, Ingram versus Zion, it's really, really close for me. I think you could play both if you want to. I'm pretty high in both of them. Um, like the spot here against OKC, um, I think they, they are playing a ton of minutes in competitive games. 37, 37, 35. So I like Ingram. I like Zion a good amount at their respective prices. Tobias at 7-1. I just want everyone's... He's a guy I look to when like Embiid is out. He's 53 fancy points in the game against Toronto. But when I play him against Washington in a... Or did I play him? Or I was I was pretty high in, in Tobias Harris in a great spot. 21 fancy points. Cool, Tobias. Uh, but yeah, he's just a guy. It is a revenge game there against Orlando, but he's a guy I, I really consider when it, like Embiid is out or Ben Simmons is out. Mentioned Horford again. Gordon, they're still taking it easy on his minutes, so I can't go there yet. Um, when he is lifted from his minutes limit, that's when I'll have some interest. OG Anubia, 5'8". He's also playing big minutes, 36 minutes a game. He had a big game last time out. I think he's fine in this price, but not like an amazing play. Bojan Bogdanovic, you know what you're getting into. Scoring dependent, will play the minutes. I think he's an okay option. Uh, again, good matchup. Should play about 33 to 35 minutes. Now, Darius Baisley at 5'7". I actually like it a lot here. He shot the ball terribly last game. It was a tough matchup. He shot 3 of 14. I'm not super worried about it. This is a much better spot against New Orleans. This game should be played faster at a faster pace. And um, I just think, again, he's going to have a breakout year. So I'm pretty high on Darius Baisley. Even at this price, I think he will be lower owned on the slate. I, I don't know what's going on with Harrison Barnes. I don't. He's actually been pretty good this year. 43, 30, and 33 fans. Like, what? what is this stat line from Harrison Barnes? Six boards, eight assists. He's, like, stuff in the stat sheet. I, I literally don't know what's going on. I don't. I need to, like, watch these Kings games and, like, just see exactly, like, is he just getting lucky with these assists and rebounds? Because we know historically Harrison Barnes is a guy that is very dependent on his scoring, right? He's a stand-in-the-corner, shoot-three guy. He'll get some rebounds, but like eight assists that last game. I have no idea what's going on. If you want to ride this hot streak, fine. I'm, I'm probably not going to do it. He's kind of on the list of guys I never play with like Wiggins and Fournier. I just, I don't play him, but I, I, again, I don't know what's going on with him uh, at the moment. The or the Phoenix wings, it just, no one really stands out. Crowder had a good shooting game, but they have him. They have Cameron Johnson. They, they just have bridge. They have a lot of guys. They have Sarich. Too many guys that are that I'm not really interested in. Um, other options, the value, there's really not a ton down here. I don't think I would get to anyone, to be honest. So let's move on to small forward. Yeah, ben Simmons, again, Tobias, they're just plays I don't really look to unless Embiid is out. We talked about Ingram. I like him a good amount. RJ Barrett, again, if, if all those guys are out for the Knicks again, he should play huge minutes. My issue is... You know, somewhat low floor, kind of dependent on the scoring. He's not been shooting the ball the best. I think he's still viable. Uh, but for me, I would rather play, if everyone is out again, I would rather play Alfred Payton. I know he had a slow start in that first half, but he's a guy that doesn't have to score to get us there. He's, he gets the rebounds, he assists, and can, when he's scoring the ball, then he can have the big game. So 
I like playing guys that stuff the stat sheet more than are a little bit scoring dependent. Buddy Heels at 6.8K. So um, I think he's a decent option. And this, this game is a game I want a good amount of exposure to. Um, he's played big minutes, 41, 35, 34, 35 minutes. I like the guards in this game. On the King side, we'll talk about the Houston guards I like as well. But like Buddy, Fox, even Halliburton for value, I think all three firmly in play. Uh, the 6.8K price does feel a little much, but he is a guy that, you know, when he when he gets going, he does have some upside. Again, mentioned that the Phoenix ring wings. I'm not super excited about any of them, to be honest. Um, Dort at 5-1, that feels about right. I don't play Terrence Ross, another one of those guys I just don't play. He has been shooting the ball fantastic, but again, does nothing else but score the ball. So um, I'm not going to go there. Josh Hart, the blowout, obviously didn't play a ton only 22 minutes. Um, I think the normal plan is for him to play high 20s minutes. I think he's a decent value play. Um, again, he's been playing pretty well in the games that have been competitive. Now, a guy like Reggie Bullock at 4'6", this, de- this depends on the rest of those New York Knicks guards. If all those guys are out again, then Bullock's in play. He played 41 minutes that last game. So I'm not a Reggie Bullock fan. Like, I don't like playing this guy. But if all those guys are out, I think we probably get at least 30 minutes from him. Potential value play for sure here. Um, but again, that is dependent on news. Other options like Diallo was a popular play um, with George Hill out. George Hill back, mm, secondary play at this price. Like he's not out of play, but not really like super excited about it. JJ's been shooting the ball terrible. Minutes are going down again. The blowout, one of seven, one of eight, one of five. I still think if he gets it going with this first game, they will extend him. And now he's at three seven. So it's actually an interesting buy low opportunity here on JJ Redick. But again, no, if you play him, you got to know what you're getting into. The floor is literally like below five fancy points. He's relying on scoring. When he gets it going, though, does have some upside. And now at like 3 7, I, I think it's worth a look to take a shot there. Kind of buy low, right? Danny Green, you can say the same thing. I would probably rather have JJ, but both these guys are cheap. Both have upside if they are hitting their shots. Other options Kevin Knox barely played. He only played 16 minutes. So. The last game probably can't do that. Um, again, Nilakina. The Knicks are really thin. We'll talk about them at the end, but yeah, they are really, really thin. If in fact, again, all those guards are out once, uh, once again. But let's move on to shooting guard. So Harden at the top at 11K uh, for me is more of a secondary play. With John Wall coming back, with Gordon coming back, with Boogie coming back, I don't think he's out of play. But I really like the price on John Wall, who we'll get to. I much prefer him to Harden um, for $4,000 difference. Yeah, I give me all the John Wall. So um, I'm not saying Harden's out of play, but for me, I would just much rather have John Wall for $4,000 less. Booker is just still too expensive. He's just not getting it done. Um, you know, Chris Paul, it's actually, it feels like he's hurting him somehow, which is weird. I thought that'd be a good fit for Booker. Paul's a guy that usually, you know, makes people better, but Booker's usage has been going down, and the matchup's not good. I'm not going to Devin Booker at 8-6 against Utah. Mitchell at 7-6 against Phoenix. Um, I think it's a decent play. Not 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 a play I'm super excited about. If you land him, it's fine. Van Fleet at 7-2. So shooting guard is kind of weak. I think he's one of the better plays at shooting guard. Good matchup. Again, there is some risk here with the blowout, so you got to have that in the back of your mind. Talked about RJ. Talked about Buddy Heald. Uh, Eric Gordon at 5-7. Mm, mm. He's someone I look to if like one of the main pieces are out with everyone healthy, just more of a secondary play for me. Bloodsoe's been playing terrible last three games. Two of ten, or shooting two of ten, three of eleven, or three of five again that game that blew out. I think again the plan is to play him about 30 minutes. He does have some upside. Um the price is coming down a little bit. I think he's an okay play just because shooting guard is pretty weak. Again, you guys know, do not play Evan Fournier. Uh Seth Curry's at 5.4k. 
you know, minutes have been a little up and down, 32-30. Um, I guess that game was a blowout against Cleveland. So I think the plan is to play Seth Curry about 30 minutes. I think he's, again, shooting guard is kind of weak today. Not really the best matchup, but I think Seth Curry is is viable there. Uh, and Halliburton, a 4-9, I actually kind of like. He's getting minutes, 30, 26, 27, 25. So he's like a key piece in this rotation. I like him. I like Fox. And healed is fine. But this is a game that should be played at a pretty fast pace. I am I want a good amount of exposure to the Sacramento-Houston game. Halliburton, definitely someone to look into for value. Clarkson is in play off the bench. Um, we know what we're getting out of Jordan Clarkson. About 25 minutes, a high-usage guy off the bench. Good matchup. I think firmly in play uh, for that price. George Hill seems priced about right. The matchup is good. He's going to play about 25 minutes, too. So, again, viable play here at that price. Would have wished he was playing a little bit more minutes, though. Um, other options, like Nwab is out of play with all those guys coming back for for uh, Houston. Let's see. Um, I think that's it. Yeah, I don't think I get to anyone else down here. So, let's finish up with point guard. Uh, mentioned Harden. Mentioned Ben Simmons. SGA at 8.1K is definitely viable. Like the matchup a lot better here. He's been he's been putting up good fancy point games in tough matchups against the Jazz, against the Magic. This is a much better spot against the Pelicans. Um, I do like him at 8-1. Um, so, yeah, definitely considering SGA. Again, offense is running through him. I also really, really like De'Aaron Fox in this matchup. Um, he is playing huge minutes in games that are competitive. Should play 35-plus. Uh, again, Houston's a team that is not great defensively, and and uh, De'Aaron Fox is a guy that can stuff the stat sheet. So um, I do like him a good amount here at 7-8. With him and SGA, like, oh, that's such a tough call if you can make me pick. I really do like both these guys at that price. Lowry at 7-7 in play as well. But, again, there is some risk with the blowout. Um, so that you got to have that in the back of your mind. Talk about Mitchell and Van Fleet. John Wall is one of my favorite plays. 7.1K I think is just way too cheap. Um, he had a super high usage rate in the preseason. In the game against Harden, he still like had a great game uh, against Harden. In the preseason game where they both played, he still had a really good game playing alongside Harden. So, you know, minutes-wise, I think we get at least 30 from John Wall. 30 to 35. 7-1 is just, in my opinion, that's just way too cheap. So, John Wall is one of my favorite plays of the day at that price. Chris Paul at 7K seems like a fine option. Uh, matchup, not the best, but he's been you know decent. I think he's an okay uh, play in this range. Would rather have John Wall up for the upside. Conley had a big game last time out, but I yeah, don't know if we can expect that again. He's usually a guy that'll hover around 30 minutes and hover around like 30 fancy points. So just a secondary play for me. Uh, Marco Fultz, it is revenge game narrative at 6'3". If you're into that, he'll play about 30 minutes. He's been pretty consistent. 29, 37, 33, 35 fancy points. I think he's an okay option, but again, not a priority. Now, Alfred Payton, if all those guards are out once again for the Knicks, I like him a good amount. I know the match is not necessarily the best, but like I said, he's a guy that stuffs the statute. He almost had a triple-double last game, even after a slow start. Um, and he was someone that, you know, early in the season, we just weren't getting the minutes from. If the minutes going to be there, again, if all those Knicks guards are out, I think Alfred Payton is a really nice play in this price range. Mentioned Bledsoe, uh, mentioned Halliburton like him. Um, let's see, other options. Mm, down below here, again, Knicks, guards, we got to monitor uh, their status. But that's probably it. I mean, NAW uh, won me a good amount of money in the fourth quarter in-game showdown last night. Uh, shout out to NAW, preseason GOAT. Uh, but is he going to be in this regular rotation? I don't know. So, yeah, I need to see him play more consistently to, to get, like, maybe take a shot at him in, like, GPPs. And that's it. So let's finish up with going over New York, and then we can get out of here, guys. So uh, where are the Knicks? Knicks, guards. Um, so Alec Burks, questionable. Austin Rivers, questionable. Quickly questionable. Right? So if all these guys are out, once again, if Rivers, if uh, Burks, if quickly, if these guys are all out, um, plus we have um, Nilakina out, we have Dennis Smith Jr. out, like they have no healthy guards. So like RJ Barrett, 
Alfred Payton, Reggie Bullock would probably have to play a majority of the game. R- really. Like, they don't have anyone else they can play. And Mitchell Robinson and Julius Randle, too. Like, the starters are going to play huge minutes if this game stays competitive. So, um, yeah, like I said, if, if all his guards are out, I do like Alfred Payton quite a bit. Bullock for value in play. Uh, you can still look to Barrett, too, but probably would prefer Alf at uh, a little bit of a discount. And yeah, that's going to do it for the video today, guys. So if you have been enjoying the content so far, I'd really appreciate it. Leave a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't upload videos you don't want to go live. Um, I'll tweet out when I'm going live, guys. We'll be doing a free live stream as well to go over everything. Uh, but let's hope for no bad luck on this slate. Please, no injuries. Please, no foul trouble. Please, no random blowouts. The last four slates, four slates ago, I get Tobias Harris at super low ownership when Embiid gets rolled out blowout three slates ago John Moran injury two slates ago Drogic plays 10 minutes you saw what he did tonight in the same exact spot this slate Charlotte Dallas blowout and foul trouble with some other guys and blowout in Boston let's pray for some good luck tomorrow guys uh, but thanks again seriously I really do appreciate it guys and I will see you all in the live stream tomorrow